Yeah. Shout out to the real ones around the universe. Thank you once again for tapping in with another episode of The Unbiased Truth. You should know by now, but if you don't know whose voice is coming through your speakers right now, I am the number one real one, Cameron A. Sharp. And today I have someone that's no stranger to the podcast at all. As a matter of fact, if you've been following our journey, I was on the Dark Sugar podcast where we talked about ego death. She came over to the Unbiased Truth and we discussed rising like the phoenix. And now we're back again with another brilliant topic on the Unbiased Truth. And I mean, she doesn't really need much introduction, but she is so incredible. And I'm glad she's here with me today because I mean, hey. When real ones link up, we really have the opportunity to grow and show what we're capable of. We have all of the skills and knowledge to be able to provide it to you. And what we're talking about today, I felt like I needed some extra help. And I'm glad she brought it to my attention as well, that this is something that we should discuss. I went in the archives. I was like, you know what? I don't think I've discussed this before. I don't think I've had this discussion out loud. I definitely haven't recorded it. So it's something I wanted to be able to bring to the real ones with a great, great co-host of mine for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Kiana. Say hello to the real ones. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Happy to be back. I love talking with you. So This is awesome. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I mean, I'm glad that you jumped on and I had to give you that introduction because Real Ones loved all of our episodes. And like I told y'all, make sure y'all dive back in the archives. We really do be spitting that hot fire like Dylan. All right, we be spitting it. Um, how's everything going with the Dark Sugar Podcast? I need to come back over there to my people. I miss them. It has been <laughs> slow and moving, but hey, people stay engaging. People stay liking my shit. So I must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you do. I mean, from what I can tell, the Doc Sugar podcast is, I mean, basically running itself at this point. It uh, really is. That is, I'm <laughs> glad that. that is exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, is that um, is that encouraging? Because I know um, a lot of times uh, as creatives, it takes a lot of energy to continue that daily grind. Is it encouraging to see that now some of your hard work is really paying off by people being able to go see it for themselves as opposed to you having to always promote it? It is. And to be honest, I didn't even think of it until you just said it like that. Like it is running itself. Mm. And I guess that it's encouraging because I've been because it's like five years mm. I've had that podcast. And I remember like probably last year I was the most active um, when I discovered narcissism. And I just like was went all the way down the rabbit hole and my <laughs> followers went all the way down with me and came back up. Mm. So, you know, very grateful that it's still it's still a vibe. I'm still relevant. Yeah. I mean, I always knew you would be because information like that, especially when you talk about narcissism, which is ironically a new thing, I guess it happened throughout this whole process of people just shutting down and having to be around each other that they're realizing and having a vocabulary to speak on what they're dealing with. And so that type of information is going to be timeless moving forward because that's going to be something we're going to be dealing with with this newfound world that we're living in. Not only the world that we're in, but the internet that they're introducing us to. You know, you got the metaverse 
metaverse and things of that nature. People could be complete squares in real life, but they'll jump on the metaverse. And then because they're so narcissistic and so involved with themselves, they could be whoever they want to be because they have the money to be able to buy that as opposed to being that. So, I mean, I appreciate all of the rabbit holes you took us down because I was right there with you. I was finding out things on my own as well. I didn't have the courage to speak about narcissism, but I was doing my research. And uh, I really appreciate you for being there for all of the real ones over there at the Dark Sugar Podcast and ones on my platform that I shared your information with. Yeah, of course. And I feel you on the, like, looking back, I'm like, whoa, did I share too much? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and we'll get into that a little bit later. In this episode, um, I'm glad you brought it to my attention because this episode is going to be very important for the real ones out there. We have been talking about so many ways to grow, so many ways to rise up and be better. But we want to talk more about what it is now to be going through this metamorphosis that is life. Let's talk about becoming a butterfly for a moment. Now, I was listening to To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar, and I appreciate that project because all of the dialogue that he created around it. But let's talk more about that process of becoming a butterfly, that metamorphosis that we all go through in life. It could be an individual goal, or it could be you as an individual taking on a full transformation for yourself. Um, How did this even come about for you, Keanu? And what made you want to jump to the unbiased truth and talk about it with us? Well, I think because of when we think about butterflies, we literally think of the finished project and we think Mm -hmm. of the butterfly and we forget that there are all these funky ass stages. And I think I told you I was talking to a psychic, which I need to stop talking to them because (laughs) I know the answers. I don't need them, but it's just fun to talk to people that are um, in tune, I guess, also and could like give you really good insight. Mm -hmm. But I guess... um, the psychic that I was talking to, she was like, you're in the chrysalis phase. And I was like, ew. Like, what are you? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's, and at first I was like kind of discouraged. I was like, chrysalis stage. Like, that's the boring stage. That's the waiting game stage. That's the, to me, that's the stage where like, nothing's really popping. So when she said that, I was like, gross. But then I realized, well, Kiana, literally everything in your life right now everything's on pause i am being forced to rest i'm being forced to be by myself i'm being forced to really look within and i think not a lot of people talk about that stage because literally you're alone you're resting you're hibernating so it's like sometimes it's like who do you have to talk to about this particular stage but when she said it it just really hit And I was like, damn, you're right. Like, in our society, it doesn't encourage the chrysalis phase. Like, if you're resting and taking a nap and pausing, you're not a value to society. Like, what are you doing? Mm. And so I think it also spoke to that, too, that, you know, with social media, we see a lot of people's finished projects or we see little spurts of their stages. But the chrysalis phase, not a lot of people show that stage of when you're on pause and when nothing is really popping at the moment or you're not really feeling it and you just are completely turned inward like no one really talks about that stage that much 
Yeah, and I, I believe it's it's hard to talk about because a lot of people don't uh, develop that vocabulary to understand what they're going through. They might be trying to go through it and even grow through it, but at the end of the day, you really want to have that hindsight to understand what exactly you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, life is unpredictable. It's extremely unpredictable. And even in that chrysalis phase, we have to talk about the ones that don't make it out of it. We have to talk about the ones that fall off that branch that they were trusting so heavily to hold them up while they were building that chrysalis. We have to talk about the ones that it got too cold for them to manage. Talk about the ones that didn't eat or consume the proper nutrients in order to make it through the chrysalis phase. And now they're not able to make it out. We have to talk about those people because it's important to understand because that could be you. Um, it's almost one of those situations where it was like, once you make it out, like, woo, that could have been me. But you have to understand, without properly preparing for what you should be, you're really planning to fail. And that's why we have to talk about every single stage of life and not life in general. Let's talk about stages of your goals as well. Just like we are trying to grow like a butterfly. We also see that our goals can also take this form as well. We see our goals start out at that premature state. Let's talk about for a moment how you get to that chrysalis. Let's talk about going to the beginning, all right? If you are there to nurture a dream or you're there to nurture yourself, we talked about on our recent episode about cultivating your inner parent and then helping to nurture your inner child. If you are there for yourself or you're there for your dream, you know about going and taking care of it and harboring and making sure you can place it somewhere safe in order for it to grow. And that's exactly what these mother butterflies do as they fly around and attempt to find a place to lay the egg. And then you see that egg grow into a larvae. What does that larvae do as soon as it comes out of the egg? It eats the egg and everything around it to become the caterpillars that you see crawling all around. Now, what is the purpose of the caterpillar? The caterpillar's purpose is to feed on everything around it. It could feed on everything it sees in order to become the chrysalis. Now, during the caterpillar phase, you need to understand that when it comes to feeding your dream or feeding yourself, everything that you consume, you're going to need it to become a butterfly. So you don't want to eat any of that nonsense. Or anything that could cause you not to be able to break out of your chrysalis. Kiana, do you remember a point in time where you were in the egg phase or maybe even a goal might have been there and you were able to nurture it to become what we're talking about right now, a butterfly? I'm not going to lie to you. When you were talking, I was literally thinking about the goals that I haven't nurtured. Mm. And I was thinking like, dang, I was definitely that person who... Because I do have a lot of dreams and goals. And if I say them right now, I'm just going to be embarrassed. But it's like, why have I? I don't know. You hit a spot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, One is like. um, What's a goal? I don't know. I can more so speak on consuming the nonsense. Mm -hmm. Not being focused. And. Hold on. No, I can think of a positive one. Let me think. Or like getting a car. Mm. Like I have a car right now. That took a lot. I had to save money. I had to save no to a lot of things. I had to be focused on my, focused on that goal and not, you know, come 
under the fact that most of my friends already had a car and not being discouraged and Mm -hmm. really trying to, you know, financial literacy at that point. I had to really dive in and take a gander into that. But then I think about, you know, going back to school, that goal's kind of like, and I'm thinking about, well, why? Why did that goal like kind of diminish? And it's like, oh, well, I didn't think it was that important. Or, well, you know, I wasn't, I was uninspired by my student loans, which now should be coming down, mm-hmm. unlike the gas prices. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you just really spoke on the fact that before that stage, you have to have the right nutrients and you have to be feeding yourself correctly before you even get to the chrysalis phase. And I think that's why when the psychic was like, you're in the chrysalis phase, I was like, am I? Like, I, did, I was like, ew, wait, what? Like, this mm-hmm. is it? Because when you're in the chrysalis phase, you are sitting, you're surrounded with everything that you have absorbed in the stage before. Thanks. So I think that was what was really getting me because what I'm sitting in, I'm kind of like, hmm. <laughs> Like, is this what I was absorbing? Is it? Mm. I think that's what it is. I'm sitting in the chrysalis phase, kind of looking at the nutrients, and I'm like, mm, I don't, I didn't know I was eating all this. I didn't mm. know I was taking all of this in. And so it's hoping that I can turn this phase, like I still have hope that I can turn this phase into something better, even though maybe I wasn't completely on the right track on the stage before. Yeah, I believe it's so important to understand that you right now, when you're in your chrysalis real ones, you are sitting around all the things that you cultivated, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, Mm -hmm. the smiles Mm -hmm. and the frowns. Mm -hmm. So when you're in that stage and you really are alone, and it's not necessarily physically alone. I'm sure you have people that check in on you, you check in on other people, but it's about that time where you're actually self-aware and you're alone. Do you understand exactly what you're eating? Do you understand exactly what you're absorbing, what you should be taking with you, what you should be leaving behind? Because as you're in that chrysalis phase, you're really just shedding your skin several times. You're shedding your skin over and over and over. And you're keeping that old skin to protect you and fortify you as you're trying to grow all of these magnificent things that will transform you into a beautiful butterfly. And see, the chrysalis phase isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I wish more people will embrace that time where they're alone. I know we're in an era right now where we're all connected. We have the internet. Hell, the internet is how Kiana and I are able to link up today for this episode and also how you are all able to listen to this right now and share with your friends make sure you share this episode on all of your favorite platforms but when you talk about actually sharing a dream or sharing all these information make sure it's something that you know people can consume something they'll appreciate don't send nobody no toxin and don't you consume no toxin if anything that we say throughout this entire episode doesn't identify with you then don't consume it definitely go with the things that help you grow i'm not saying that you need to always consume everything that's good for you eat your vegetables too but make sure you understand that as you're going and as you're trying to become a butterfly there's a lot of information you're going to need to consume whether you like it or not there's a lot of rules you're going to have to conform to in order to be able to be sturdy enough to fly away from that chrysalis because what happens after a few weeks even a few months after you get out of that chrysalis you have the opportunity now to break free from all of your old selves break free from the shell that you created of yourself 
to mm-hmm. be able to finally get out into the world. But even once you get out into the world, Kiana, you still have more steps you need to take. Um, what do you think breaking out of that chrysalis looks like? And what might it feel like for those out there that are trying to do so? For me, I think it feels like, or it will feel like, um, letting go of a lot of convictions from childhood, letting go of a lot of beliefs from childhood, negative ones that you had about yourself or about the world, really embracing a new outlook on life, a new outlook of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because we, I think, I feel like in society, we don't really, another thing we don't value is like changing your mind, which mm-hmm. comes with growing. And a lot of things that I picked up when I was little that helped me survive different situations, I don't need to do anymore. Or I don't need to believe anymore. So I feel like when you're breaking out of that phase, it's a lot of, oh, okay, this isn't me anymore. I'm really like this. Or, oh, okay, I don't really believe that anymore. It's more like this. Or, oh, okay, you know, maybe I said that that was my favorite color, but shit, now I like this color. It, it's, I feel like it's, just embracing this new you and this timeline and not being scared to do so. I agree. You know, we talk about looking at this as not only a metamorphosis in life, but also a metamorphosis of your goals. So a lot of the lifespan of some of these butterflies is two to three weeks. And that's similar to some of your goals. You may spend all this time cultivating this dream. You lay this egg. It becomes a larvae. It eats all these great nutrients. It goes into the chrysalis. It has a successful breakthrough. And then it hangs there, pumping all of the fluids into its wings, waiting to fly off. After a few hours, after its wings harden, it flies off. It does what it needs to do. And then it passes away. Hopefully for you, that butterfly is able to lay other eggs for you to see other dreams for, uh, come to fruition. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you just have that one butterfly. Sometimes that one goal doesn't even make it out of the chrysalis like I spoke on. Sometimes those wings don't harden and your dream doesn't fly. Can you adjust? Can you adapt? Are you happy with what you have produced at the end of the day? I believe that as we go through trying to figure out what we want to do once we're flying away from the chrysalis we have to remember how we got here in the Mm -hmm. first place and that's why i wanted to know more about how you think people might feel once they're out of there and once they're hanging there waiting on the wings to to harden you know waiting on those fluids to fill up those wings so they can go and get away you know what do you think flying will be like after all of that i mean some people may call it trauma some people may call it isolation but what do you believe flying away from all of that might feel like I feel like it's going to feel like a freedom that you've never felt before. It's going to be scary because, like I said, you're going to be releasing a lot of things, outgrowing a lot of things, not identifying with a lot of things anymore. But at the end of the day, that flight, it's going to be scary, but it's going to be exhilarating and you're going to see your place in the world. You're going to see that you belong. Maybe it looks different than where you thought it was, but you do have a place and you do have space. And for a lot of people who I've witnessed grow from situations and change and 
elevate. If I talked to them a year before that, they had a different plan. Mm -hmm. They didn't know that they were going to be there or they didn't know that the situations that they were in were going to take them to that new space. I understand that completely. It's almost flying into the unknown, but knowing that you need to get going. You know what I'm saying? I know I became something and I know I can carry myself with these wings. So I'm going to get going. And then you begin to teach yourself how to walk again. You teach yourself how to fly again. There's there's scientists that have run experiments on caterpillars that didn't turn into butterflies. And they use a certain pheromone Mm -hmm. in a certain area to make sure that they um, can remember the smell. And usually when the caterpillar gets around the smell, they tend to shy away from it. Well, when the caterpillar then goes into the chrysalis phase and comes out as a butterfly, the scientists place that pheromone again in that certain area and realize that the butterflies tend to stay away way from that area due to the fact that they remembered things from their caterpillar stages and they brought it into their butterfly stage to oh. know that that's the area I shouldn't be in. That's something I should avoid. That's mm-hmm. something I should steer clear of. And now that I have wings, I can fly away from the situation and mm-hmm. have the opportunity to be better. I thought that was an incredible study. Wow. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm remembering things from your past lives and keeping that stuff in keeping that thing to make sure that you steer clear of it there's nothing wrong like you said with changing your mind there's nothing wrong with going about the saying hey this was a this was an opportunity i thought i had it didn't work out even it's not even about working out in anybody's favor it just didn't work out and so many people don't want to take accountability for the fact that this was their dream or this was an issue that didn't get resolved i want to tell you right now as a real one you need to approach every obstacle with a smile on your face and be happy that you were chosen to be able to take care of this Mm. i don't want you to shy away from your goals i don't want you to shy away from the challenges this is an opportunity to level up This is an opportunity to prove that you want whatever you said you were asking for. I've said this on multiple episodes, but I want you to understand this. When you ask for growth, do you think that the universe is going to provide you growth or give you opportunities to show that you want to grow? Because nobody's just going to hand you anything. You're going to get chances to prove that you want growth. And then what do you need to do in those chances? Grow. Mm-hmm. Find a different option because once you conspire to be better, the universe is going to aspire to be better with you. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, when you are in a larvae form, you have certain certain gems and cer- excuse me, you have certain genes that are dormant up until the point where you become a caterpillar and decide that you want to change, decide that you want to become a butterfly. Then in that moment, those genes become activated and then they are doing everything they can to make sure they get you to that butterfly state and it's the same way with your ambition it's the same way with your confidence your bravado your mystique your joy your pain your happiness if you utilize all these things that you've consumed throughout your life at a certain moment in time you're going to decide whether or not you want to fly or continue to eat yourself to death and if you continue to eat yourself to death with things that are going to help you be a butterfly well then that's the existence you're going to be able to appreciate you're going to be down here on the ground and that's perfectly fine nobody nobody wants to shame anybody that wants to stay on the ground but for those that want to fly for those who want to grow further this is an opportunity this is a key for you in this message that we're talking about today about becoming a butterfly because we Mm -hmm. want you to consume the right things Mm -hmm. yeah damn damn you're speaking life into me (laughs) 
<laughs> Very necessary. Um, I know I noticed that uh your 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 profile shrinking a little bit there, Kiana. It's not a not a lot of not a lot of pictures there anymore. Not a lot of graphics. What's going on? Are you uh revising things from your past? And how does it feel to be able to go back and decide what you do and don't want to be representing you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> too much too real too real <laughs> oh you're good well to be honest what i started doing and i just don't really like oh my god okay so what i started doing i'm just gonna be so honest i started making graphics thinking about somebody mm-hmm. and being like oh i'm gonna make this and mm, they're gonna see it mm, mm, mm. and i was like kiana what the fuck like what are you doing or i just noticed that some of my graphics were a little too you do this, da 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 da. Cause see, okay, here's what is kind of annoying about the narcissistic, uh, the community, the community of people that study narcissism. Mm-hmm. When you start to get into like the so- narcissism support groups, what starts to get annoying, and I did not, I'm glad I did not join any. I don't look at them. Is that all they do is they talk about, oh, the narcissist did this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I'm like, do you know that narcissism does not exist without people being codependent? be doing that that and that like what about you what about what? <laughs> have this long paragraph and i get it it's it's hard when kids are involved and you're married mm-hmm. like but it'll just be long paragraphs about the other person and i'm like you don't have to engage with that you know that right like mm. you're they don't change that's rule number one of narcissism so talking about what they do and don't do is pointless and so i realized that i was that person that was like oh they did this this and this and this and oh my god and i can't believe it and it's okay when you discover narcissism and discover that you're a victim of narcissistic narcissistic abuse there is that phase that you go through where you're in shock you can't believe it you just want to talk about it all the time but then i realized that i had to look within myself and once i looked within myself i just didn't like some of the posts i did they were just so outer focused talking about the ego bitch what about your own ego like check that first um so i just wanted to check myself i didn't want to be a i didn't want my graphics to be used for that mm. i didn't want to be a part of that community that is just so outer focus because those people that just oh you know, whether it's, and it doesn't matter, like, whether it's your mom that's a narcissist, your dad, they don't change, and you get sicker the more you keep trying to figure out why they don't, and the more you keep trying to, and then you're distracted from yourself. How can you grow if I'm, like, having a microscope lens on somebody else's life and their actions and figuring out why they do what they do? Like, at the end, I did figure it out, but at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. It didn't even matter. And so I just got really, um, I just got really tired and I just wanted to make sure that my platform was a safe space for narcissists too, low key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Come learn about yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like I said, it was just coming from a uh, post. I had certain posts that were just coming from my ego. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. That's not, that's just so not who I want to be, especially looking back at all my little narcissistic relationships. Like at the end of the day, I, uh, I allowed the behavior and I gave them a green light. It would like abuse aside. I, I gave them a green light and was like, yeah, it's okay to do this. 
Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I turn around and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you thought that was okay. It was like, Kiana, you literally told them it was okay. Right. <laughs> like, how are they supposed to know? Just like, how are you supposed to know? Like, no, <laughs> you both didn't know. <laughs> Mad that somebody cut you off when you gave them the scissors. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a that's a tough situation to be in. And while you were talking, I, I'm I'm definitely over here just thinking about how important this conversation has been because they get both perspectives. I mean, two people that really do appreciate what we're doing, but we're also trying to find our way as well. We're not trying to pretend to be perfect. I'm not trying to pretend to be somebody that wants this journey to look like it's cute or cookie cutter. No, this journey, this is a journey. There are hills, there are mountains, there are valleys, <laughs> and we all check through them alone or together. And this is opportunity for us to be able to grow. Even when I think about some of the information that I've gotten from your post back then, I was growing at that time. I was living vicariously through you because I was afraid to speak around that time. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll speak a little bit more about that because that was very important to me. I wanted to get on my platform and start speaking about narcissistic abuse. And I was going through all of Dr. Romney's videos, Harry O over the top. And I'm watching all of the vocabulary that they're giving me, telling me about all this information, gaslighting, and I mean, breadcrumbing. And I'm trying to figure out how not to be hoovered. You know, I'm over here really trying to figure yeah. out exactly what type of lingo these people are talking about. But in that moment, while I'm going to these groups and I'm posting and I'm finding out information, about moderators i'm realizing how how toxic it is to assume that you are a victim of anything if anything you are a victor if you can get out of that situation even more so even more so you have to understand that that person like you said is never going to change that person is who they are whether it's your uncle cousin brother mother sister cousin family i don't care who they are yo they really are never going to change so what you have to do is love them with arms extended Literally, make sure mm-hmm. you love them with arms extended mm-hmm. and make sure that they don't even harm your bubble because they'll do it every single time they will. They are habitual line steppers. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to speak on that, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to come from a biased place because I knew I was just going through that. And my uh, platform is called Beyond Bias Truth. <laughs> So if I would have started speaking at the time, it definitely would have came from a biased place. That's why I was gone for a year and a half. I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to chill. I'm going to do a little therapy. I'm going to go work on my body. I'm going to get my <laughs> bread up. I'm going to make sure I, ch- I chill a little bit to make sure I know exactly what I want to say. And even when I came back, I wasn't even trying to talk about that. I was just talking about the times that we were all in together. Mm-hmm. I thought about more about the community than I ever thought about what was going on with me. But as I started to share on other people's platform, as I got back on the internet, I realized, okay, there's stories that need to be told here. There's conversations that need to be had. And if I need to fucking sacrifice my personal life in order for somebody else to figure out what's going on in their life, then I mean, so be it at the time. But now I'm in that chrysalis phase. It's like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to discuss that. I don't want to interview anybody. I don't want to have to learn any new uh, names. I don't want to have to see any new faces. I want to go in the trenches with my people if I have to. But overall, I want to make sure that I'm cool. I'm collected because I'm trying to come out of something beautiful on the other side. Because for the long, because for the longest time, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like this podcast was one of those larvae that wasn't gonna make it. I have been monitoring this thing carefully. Like, are you eating enough? Okay, what are you what are you consuming? Are you talking to the right people? Are you posting are you posting the right things? Are you consuming the right things? Are you commenting on the right post? Are you watching the insights too much? 
You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I was doing all of that. I was consuming a lot of the toxic things that social media and the overall internet can provide to you. But what I really appreciated the most out of out of the things I was doing was the camaraderie, was all of the great greens, the vegetables I told y'all y'all need to eat. Mm-hmm. That is so good in the podcast community. That's what I love about the podcast community. All of us have a point where if we reach out to each other, we're like, hey, I'm going through this right now. Could you help me? We're like, yep. Been there too. Let's do it. What do I need to do to help out? Have you ever seen that in the podcast community? And what are some of the green leaves that the podcast community has provided to you to eat? <laughs> oh my gosh. Just even um I remember like the very beginning, and I don't remember her name or anything. Mm-hmm. Shit. But she was definitely helpful on like being consistent telling me to be consistent because i was like what am i missing and she's like you need to be consistent i'm like oh okay and then like a month later i'd be like something's missing like i just don't know and she was like you need to be consistent i was like oh (laughs) and i just like kept going and even the producer um his uh handle is tone deaf and wow i love how i can't remember the channel that i'm on good Mm -hmm. but he's always there for me anytime i need a prob i have a problem and i need advice even if it's the same question I'm asking on, you know, what can I do to make my platform more consistency is key. And even um, Always Cooks 24, mm-hmm. we've been going back and forth and I've been helping him and he's been helping me on just the podcasting journey. We get tired. We're people too. We have our lives that come into play and life gets tiring. Life gets hard. You got to put it down and then pick it back up. And, um, I've just seen the podcast community. Now I'm not like in, in it. So I, I want to just say it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like not a lot of drama, not a lot of competition, if I'm being honest, or maybe I just don't pay attention to it that much, but just being consistent no matter what. And I remember him saying, Kiana, even if you release one episode a month, release one episode a month he's like because what i was trying to do was every week twice a week da 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 and i was like burning myself out and he was like you do not have to do that just focus <laughs> just focus and um you know make sure your community knows that you're gonna be there for them and i think i've done that i've built a really good solid community like i noticed when i do post it's a lot of it's a lot of views mm-hmm. it's a lot of people looking and i'm like oh Okay, you guys do care. You're still there. All right, solid. Um, and so for a community, I think we recognize each other's own lanes, own niches, and we respect them. And it's not that messy. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you the truth. If if you want if you want a community that's not all in the videos, all on the track, then come to podcasting. All right. Come over to podcast row. Because we really, really are doing our thing over here. You're right. I haven't had a lot of drama. Ain't nobody making diss pods about me. You know, (laughs) going on full on rants. All that stuff you see uh, for the media or the old media guys, that's all nonsense. It's all hyperbole. Okay? So in the real podcast community, we're not beefing and breaking up over no BS. And if we do have the opportunity to collaborate with each other, we are helping each other grow as opposed to over hindering each other grow. So I can't thank you enough, Kiana, for being able to talk to me about this because one part of that process is the trial and error phase. I'm glad you talked 
talked about a lot of the things that have been going on with you and what you've been trying to figure out. I've been the same way. I've been talking to people about what I need to do. People have been giving me information, but I've also been happy about making my own mistakes. And I want to encourage you all to go out there and make your own mistakes. You are going to make mistakes in life, especially when you're trying to be great, when you're trying to fly away. So with that being said, let those mistakes be your own. Don't go and bump your head doing something that somebody else said. I am obsessed with firsthand knowledge. I am obsessed with going and touching it for myself. So if you can do the same, if you have the opportunity to do it safely with the knowledge that you currently have, go and do that. Go and make it happen for yourself. Don't let nobody tell you what it is. You go find out what it is and then go tell people what it was. You'll yep. be that source that people can look at so they can be inspired to go do it themselves. You know how many of my friends when I came back from Japan was like, bro, you went overseas for how long? I said, yeah, I was over there for six months. Did you know any Japanese? No, not really. Bro, did you did you have a passport? Not until I went to Japan. Bro, have you ever been overseas before? Not until I went to Japan. What 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 you what are you thinking? I believed mm -hmm. in the overall what I was doing. I believed in my mission. I believe I wanted to fly, and mm -hmm. so I did exactly that. It wasn't even a question about whether or not I believed in myself. It was about whether or not I could actually make it happen and then come back and tell my people what it was. And I did everything I wanted to do and more while I was there because I focused on doing things that I could come back and tell my people. I can come back and be like, hey, this is real. They treat us like that over there. Even while I was there with my partner, she would, she and I would go places. And it's because I went there and I was like a scout. I would go and make sure it was safe for us to be there. Then I'd be like, hey, this weekend we're going over here. So we mm -hmm. went to the Tory gates. We went and climbed mountains we went to all these shrines and it's because i wanted to be able to have these firsthand experience to be able to tell my people this is what we should do this is how it feels because nobody ever can tell you how you're going to feel when you're at that stage nobody's mm -hmm. going to tell you how you're going to feel when it's time to fly away and we're trying to help you know that it's possible we're trying to help you understand the stages that you're in because so many people get stagnant not understanding where exactly they are they don't understand that they're in their chrysalis kiana they don't understand that they're in their caterpillar phase. They need to be eating. They don't understand that they are a butterfly and you need to start flying now. You know, mm -hmm. it's really sad to see people that are in their own way. And not even that. Some people just don't have the vocabulary to speak on what they're going through. Yep. Damn. That's really crazy. You got to just take a leap of faith and bet on yourself. You really have to, because if you don't, then who else are you going to bet on? You got to believe in something. Why not believe in you? And even if you do fail, like I told you all in a little bit earlier, if you're mm -hmm. studying what you got going on, if you focus on your mental, then you should be just fine. I talked about that trial and error phase. And what it does for you is it helps you set your standards. It helps you upgrade your goals. Now you understand what you can do later on. You understand what you need to do further on. And even when you're in that phase where you're flying away, you have a destination in mind. Some people love to talk about the monarch butterflies. They talk about how they migrate for the winter. Yes, monarchs do migrate for the winter, but a lot of them migrate to pass away. Woo. Okay. Damn. That is the last migration. The mm -hmm. last time that they fly with all of their great people, the last time they make Damn. a move to some great land. So don't think that it's all beautiful because y'all flying together because you you got to know where the destination is. You got to know where you're headed. Damn, last migration. They fly there to pass away. You just got me on that. Damn, 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 damn. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, it's a it's a process. I had to go deep into the archive to try to figure out what I was going to talk to y'all about on this episode. And since we're talking about the unbiased truth on becoming a butterfly, I figured we talk about all of the stages, the things that people did and didn't know about it, and the similarities to our own goals and life choices that we make. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about the chrysalis because at first I thought that the chrysalis was something that we all call it. That's the cocoon. But see, the cocoon is spun by a moth. And we all know that I always talk about being the flame, not the moth. So you want to become a butterfly, (laughs) not a moth. (laughs) All right. You can be in the cocoon. You can definitely call it that if that helps you feel a little bit better. But we got to start using Blue Ivy's English a lot better than what we're using it right now. She's disappointed in us. We got to start making sure that we start calling things what they actually are. And when you're in your cocoon phase, or should I say your chrysalis phase, this is when you're completely engulfed in yourself. You're Mm -hmm. finding joy in being joyful. You're finding peace in being peaceful. What things do you believe before we ride on out of here? Do you think people should be looking to experience and be looking to understand about their cocoon phase to understand that they're in it? I think they should be looking to understand that there's always growth. You're never done. We mm-hmm. are going. And so it's like how I don't know how to explain it, but it's like in this phase, it's a lot of rest. It's a lot of going against what society has taught you. It's a lot of looking around, evaluating, reevaluating how many other times you got to do it to really get into a good headspace. And I think it is your headspace. We're on autopilot so much of the time in this society. There's countries in Europe overseas where you just take breaks during the day. Like that's normal to take a break, to take a rest break, work break, and you take a little siesta. Mm -hmm. And in that you're reflecting, you're maybe meditating, you're maybe just unwinding from your day so i think to slow down people take and it's it just like i said it just go against our society but just slowing down grow out of the old you that takes a lot of readjusting takes a lot of adapting it's going to be tiresome you are going to give up multiple times and you have to understand that you have to be patient with yourself be kind with yourself and understand that this is all a part of the journey. That's why Kian and I gave you the vocabulary today so you can understand what part of the life cycle that you're in, what part of the metamorphosis your goals are in. Therefore, you can understand how to cultivate these things, how to nurture them and make sure that they fly and to be whatever they're supposed to be. I don't think that anybody wants to invest so much time, effort, patience and love into something to see it not grow so why not do the same thing with your soul why not do the same thing Mm -hmm. with your life because i talked about what happens with the caterpillar and the butterfly they still remember what's going on even after it's become its new self and the same thing happens after you're gone away once you shed this shell your memories are living your soul that's mm-hmm. just going to be taken on with you. Your memories literally live in your soul. That's not mm-hmm. a mental thing. That is a soul tie. And make sure that these memories are things that you're eating, eating well. You know what I'm saying? You're eating great memories, consuming great thoughts, and you're trying to vibrate at great frequencies. I've talked to you all about what it means to be conscious when you're unconscious. Well, let's talk about growing now. Let's talk about flying now. Let's talk about being better as opposed to hindering ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Kiana, I think we just uh, cracked the cocoon or the chrysalis or whatever you want to call it for really them <laughs> on this episode, yo. Is there any more love you want to show to the real ones before we tap on out this evening? Just embrace the path that you're on. I'm learning to do that in this space right now. I'm just embracing it. I was fighting it. And trust me, I was looking real crazy fighting it. All the psychics that I've said that I've talked to, they're like, huh, you seem to be fighting. I'm like, damn right, I'm fighting. (laughs) Well, maybe you need to just embrace this. Like, you can still have your goal. You can still manifest. But the first step is acceptance. And then that's so hard for me to accept where I am. But it's such a good, it's such a good step. It's such a necessary step, especially when you are who you are. There's a lot of people, unfortunately, counting on you to be you so they can be who they need to be. And Mm. I have no problem with being that leader, whether it's conscious or unconscious to me. I just know that as I grow through life, as I shine, I don't lose any light by lighting another candle. Mm. We simply just be able to shine together now. So if you need that extra push up, if you need that extra boost, definitely come to the Unbiased Truth or tap in with the Dark Sugar Podcast. Kiana will be there for you at least once a month. At least once a month, Kiana's going to pop up for y'all. Yeah, at least. God help me. (laughs) Yo, don't y'all go anywhere, real ones. You know Kiana will be back up on the Unbiased Truth. And I am Cameron A. Sharp, the number one real one. Make sure y'all continue to keep it real with everyone around you. We'll tap in with y'all soon. Peace. Peace.